Baseball is back, and so are we. This is, uh, Jesus Christ, I just stuttered all over my words. This is the Pesky Report, episode 327, presented by Beyond the Monster. I'm Jordan Leandri, joined by Kevin, who you guys have seen this season. We got Doink for the first I'm This is so weird, because we're not in the same part of the screen for everybody. Doink is in this part of the screen. Y'all can't even see this anyway. Doink's here for the first time this season, and we also got my man Tim as well. For the first time this season, how y'all doing today? Great, doing fantastic. Off your back. We are so back. We're back so like back. we never yeah. left. Tim oh, has yeah. already changed his profile picture on the screen three times since <laughs> since we got in in here a little bit ago. Um, so we'll start right into this with the little bit of Red Sox related news before we get into the theme of the episode, which is all hot takes. It's going to be a bunch of them from us. We got a few from people on Twitter as well. But the little bit of Red Sox news we've got is Liam Hendricks, all-star closer, out for about half the season at least, but signed a two-year deal with the Red Sox a few days ago at the time we're recording this, Friday, February 23rd. The deal is worth $10 million minimum, and there's incentives, I think, to raise to what, 20? Um, yeah, he gets like a good little chunk uh, so, but so what was uh? I'll start with Doink. Get get you into this right away. What were your initial <laughs> reactions to uh, the Liam Hendricks signing? It was like the first thing this off season that made me be like, oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> like that's cool. That was um, it's great. I love it. I'm so excited. Yeah, you the can first... never you can never have too many guys like him. He's a very easy yeah. guy to root for. Yeah. I absolutely, yeah, I'm with you. I absolutely loved the signing right, right off rip. Kevin, how about you? I yeah, same thing. It was the first signing where I was like, this is actually kind of dope. Like this is, I, I can get with this. And you know, Liam is uh, just an awesome person to root for. Makes it very easy to root for him. And 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 um, the best was he didn't know his mic was hot during the All Star game. I don't know if it was. What was it last year or two years yeah, ago? And he's ago. just, oh, he is just looking <laughs> up on the mound. And, um, you know, the catcher even comes out and he's like, dude, you're wearing, you're wearing a mic. And he was like, no, no, it's not on. It's not on. And, and he was just, yeah, he's outlandish. The accent. So he's like, he's, oh, like, the he's, Absolutely. he's great. He's going to have us all like, we're all going to have fun little. I'm excited. Yeah. He's Want great. him healthy though. Want him healthy. Want yeah. Him healthy. Yeah, if it takes, I wouldn't want to rush him into things this season, like at any point, like whether they're in the race or not, let him get healthy. This is really a move for 2025 when, you know, it's an insurance policy for starters for guys like Kenley and Chris Martin, both expiring players, both guys that also might get traded at some point this season, especially if the Red Sox are out of it. Um, So that was my first thought process. My first thought that, that crossed my mind was I knew he was out for a bit this season but it was initially reported that he's going to try and get back by the deadline. That's a, that's re- like right around the time that Kenley likely, in my opinion, I yeah. think he's going to get traded. That's not a hot take. I mean, we've been talking about it since December um, that he's going to get, that he is probably going to be one of the first guys traded when the Red Sox do clean house, if they do clean house at some point. So he's a guy that even if they're in the race, they can trade him. They can trade Kenley and then have Liam Hendricks come back. Yeah. And just fill in his closer. He doesn't have to be, but you know, that's that was kind of where my thought process was. How about you, Tim? I love the signing. Uh great guy, easy guy to root for. 
But with all that, I kind of feel bad for Kenley in this situation because not only did they lie to him last year, but now they're kind of like, hey, here's your replacement when we can finally find the trade for you. Okay, I mean, the thing... Yeah, the thing about that, though, is, like, everybody knows Kenley's gone. Kenley knows Kenley's gone. Like, that is such a foregone conclusion. It's like, they got a kick-ass dude to replace him. I'm like, all right, Kenley got paid. Like, yeah, yeah, I get that he he wants another ring, but, like, he'll get traded to a contender and probably will pitch in the World Series. Yeah, I think that... Listen, the optics of it, you know, quote unquote, probably not the greatest. But I mean, we've been talking about weeks now with Kenley, probably being gone at some point, sooner rather than later. I mean, I don't, I don't know um, how much value, you know, he'll he'll adjust once the season starts. But yeah, I, I you know, I it's I, I don't know. It is what it is. Once again, PR. I don't know. I'm not calling it a nightmare or anything like that. It, uh, Kenley knows it. The Sox know it. We know it. Better hope Kenley doesn't get hurt. Yeah. 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 Him getting hurt with because they and like them not getting to trade them, trade him because they were unwilling to budge on not eating any of his 16 million this year. I mean, it's crazy. With like, with how weird this offseason has been and the fact that there's still guys who are unsigned and like the way pitching is, like, who's to say if they, like they could trade him and you you can trade guys in June. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed yeah. to do that. Like yeah, if someone wants if someone wants to do it, like it could happen anytime. So I don't I don't I totally don't think they might even wait until the deadline. Yeah, I mean they could still trade him like by the end of the sp- of the spring. Like they could trade yeah. him in, you know, by the end of February, obviously in March as well. Like it's not like Kenley isn't stuck here. Like he's not going to be held hostage here. They're going when they can finally find the right deal to move him in. They'll move him, and I, I, I do feel like, like yeah. you guys have already said, it's a foregone conclusion. He is not here, and if he somehow survives the season, he's not coming back. Yeah. So you, yeah. you need a guy. You need a guy like Liam Hendricks to be able to step in as a guy that's stable. And I know that he's kind of an unknown now because he's been so hurt and obviously had the cancer battle as well in twenty twenty three. You don't know how good he'll be in 2025, but it's a guy that you can at least pencil into that role so you don't have to thrust Luis Guerrero into that role right away mm-hmm. or like yeah. Whitlock or Hauk or Winkowski or whoever um, into that role. I would um, love to also just like pay Chris Martin more money. Like, I don't know why yeah. no one's talking about that. Like, why Like why does he just get to walk? I don't want to yeah. trade him at the deadline. Like, I want him to be the 2025 closer. Yeah, I love Chris Martin. I absolutely I, have yeah. no desire to let so, him go. Um, but yeah, it does seem like it's also everyone's just kind of assuming that he's gone. Which yeah, yeah. The the um, I guess the okayness of just letting a guy like Chris Martin walk, who was just absolutely dominant at the bullpen last year. Um, I mean, he got side young votes. I mean, let's not like let's not kind of minimize what this really? guy did and, and what yeah, what he was able to do. And you know, if if something. Like I said, want Liam uh, healthy, uh, Kenley. You're pro- see you later. Uh, Chris Moore and I, I is definitely a guy that I think we should probably be keeping an eye on to bring back. Yeah, and I mean with the relief with the pitch position so volatile, like relief pitching, especially like guys in the in middle relief and setup. Uh, a guy like Chris Martin being so good for so long, like you have to yeah. appreciate that, and like 
the Red Sox may not be in a position in 2025 where they're okay with spending 10 plus million on a setup man, or I guess potentially they're um, in 2025, like Martin. Definitely be, whoa, they should definitely <laughs> be in the market uh, for keeping him and not necessarily looking for the first alleyway to trade him. So as I said before, the theme of this episode is hot takes. We're coming in with the way too early stuff. You know, they just played their first game of spring training at, again, the time of recording this, it was this afternoon against Northeastern where they were at one point losing. A lot of people would, would have made sure that you knew that, including myself, yeah. they, they were, at one point, they were oh, at one yeah. point losing, but so we're each going to go, we're going to go around. We're going to each have, you know, we have three to five or however many we have listed. Um, and then we'll get into some of the, the listener submitted ones. Um, when we when we've concluded ours, we'll do like live reactions to all of them and everything like that. So we're gonna start with Tim. Tim, first on your list, dude, for a Red Sox hot take. Um, Jordan Montgomery signs with the Boston Red Sox. I think <laughs> I think um Scott Boris, John Henry, Craig Breslow, Theo Epstein, Sam Kennedy get in a room, they hash something out. Five year deal, opt out after two. Wow. Oh. Okay. You go you go in in depth enough to get some like the money in there? <clears throat> like is he you get like what's the AAV on that? Do you have anything for that? I haven't really thought about that just because I, I, I that's 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 the hardest part is where's John Henry's checkbook? Sometimes I feel <laughs> like he forgets he owns the Red Sox and owns Liverpool and can afford anything. Like why so, aren't you just doing five for a hundred like right now? Yeah. Because it's Sean Henry. Yeah, like, like put even an offer like, on the table. Even like I think I feel well, clearly he hasn't. Like I, I feel like five for a hundred is on the table yeah. right now. And like I there's it's the fact that it's February twenty-third, and it's not just the Red Sox that aren't biting here. Like 30 teams have the opportunity to be like working with this guy right now and Blake Snell. And it's like I think they're just going to hold this line. I don't know when they're going to let go of this line, but I feel like they're just going to hold it for as long as they can. And they're staying at figures that are just insane because there's n- what else would be happening right now. I think like, what is he looking for? Like 26 and a half. He wants, a year? The, he wants his, his goal was the NOLA contract. Yeah. So that was like yeah. 26 and a half, right? Something, um, around there. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Little over 25. 7172. <laughs> so and then I think he came and then I think he, the, the like the come down price was like the Rodon contract, which I think was six for one sixty two. So yeah, it's like it's it's like twenty four five a year. Yeah, I think that's yeah, like five hundred or front like there there's two it's, for forty eight. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that, that it's it's insane that the two of him and Blake Snell are still free agents, but it's just like, it's so blatant that that's what's happening. Like it's all Boris guys. The fact that it's this late in the season, they have the same agent. This happens with Boris guys. And it's, it's going to be who blinks. Honestly, exactly. It's going to be who blinks. And I, I, I'm actually thinking, do you guys, do you guys think at some point now, do you guys think at some point these guys are just like Scott? Just get me a fucking deal, dude. 100%. I think I think they're I think we're gonna get to like 
I think March 1st. I think that's when I, because I was going to make you, Tim, elaborate on your hot take and say when you think Jordan Montgomery will sign. I was going to say like a week and a half. So that would be from from here to a week and a half. It's like March 5th ish. Yeah. Yeah, March 5th would be a week and a half. I feel like. If, like a- if the Boris Four aren't signed by March first, like something fucking heinous is going on. Because, <laughs> because like it's a mutiny. That's what at it is. Some point, you yeah, need, you need spring training reps. Exactly. Like, you're you, just you you're because need- you're you're fully killing the value on your clients to a point. Like I'm not because I, I I don't like doing the like oh Scott Boris is like the because it's like he does get his guys paid and I mm-hmm. respect the hell out of what he does, but like someone's gotta give here because you're just you're destroying your season before it even starts yeah like everyone's been there for a week already and And you gotta think go ahead Kevin. you gotta think at some point with the i'm sorry but it it, it, i'm i'm gonna backdoor this and it's a little bit of conspiracy what the dodgers did this offseason i think 29 other other owners are really pissed off yeah. And and I think 29 other owners are going, okay, Boris, guys, you want to wait? Wait. And, and yeah. we'll wait you out. And, oh, Blake Snell, you want eight or nine years? Yeah, no, you're getting four. You know, like, I, I think there's a little bit of a, a pact, a mutiny or something amongst a lot of guys with a lot of freaking money um, that are saying, hey, listen, we're not giving Chapman, Bellinger, um, you know, Snell and Montgomery, you know, $25 million a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at this point, though, especially because we're now into spring training, like the offers are only going to get worse. Yeah, like as get, every like, day, we get, like we get to every March tenth, if they're not signed, like we're talking about, <laughs> oh, like Monty would probably end up starting, like I don't know, the second or third game of the season. Like, is he going to be ready to go six innings off the rip? Yeah, probably not. Like, I mean, I'm sure, about- I'm sure they're like doing everything they can on their own right now. But like it's just not the same. It's not. No. It's not the same. It, it, you know, being around your teammates, being having that sense of security, getting to know your coaches, coaches. Like you need. Like, like you can't talk you to any of these people. Especially for Montgomery too, because he's obviously you're coming not going in to like be Texas. the ace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's not going back to Texas. It's a whole new clubhouse he's got to learn. Yeah. Whereas with Cody Bellinger, like the weight makes sense because he's not really a fit yeah. for anybody at this point, but the Cubs. Dude, if yeah. the Cubs don't fucking pay Cody Bellinger, I swear, I what they have done this offseason, the fact that Red Sox fans, we've had it, it's not been great, but like, what the fucking Cubs are doing, if I was a Cubs fan right now, and my biggest I, free agent signing was my manager, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I would be losing my mind, that's insane, oh, and the yeah. fact that Cody Bellinger is just like sitting there, oh yeah. my god. What else have they done? Like just period this winter, I can't even think. They signed think they added... Oh, that's right. They didn't they sign Imanaga. Yeah. yeah, they signed Imanaga, and I think they got a couple of relievers. Like Yancy Almonte, I think is who they traded for from the Dodgers. That was a pretty yeah. good trade. But like, that's it. Like a guy that's like probably a fringe, fringe top thirty starter in the game. They were they were like fully reliever. expecting Shohei. Like those fans were like, we're getting Shohei. Or Soto, mm-hmm. they were like in or the Soto. They like, were like yeah. dark horse to land him was the Cubs, and they end up it with sounds like it sounds like another AL East team I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. R.I.P. Bozos. 
So we'll we'll move on to I'll I'll go second um for the hot takes and I it's not necessarily like a crazy one but if Garrett Whitlock will log over a hundred innings out of the bullpen he will be a reliever and he will log a hundred innings as a reliever it's only <laughs> happened seven times in baseball since two thousand so he'll be the eighth um I just think he's going to be pitching yeah. in a multiple inning role there's going to be games that he comes in in like the fifth or sixth inning they blow it open and he fin- just flat out finishes the game I think there'll be games where he if a starter gets taken out early he will you know be tasked with going from like the third to the seventh he's gonna have a lot of opportunities he'll pitch like 40 times this year I wouldn't be shocked if he cleared 100. Be sick. That also means he's healthy. So I like that. That also means, yeah. So, yeah, that's where my mind was going. I'm going 100 innings. That means health. That means sustainability. That means that, yeah, that gets my heart going. I I think they're, yeah, I think, I think they're finally going to, that experiment's over. Like, there's no, there's no world where Tanner Houck and Garrett Whitlock are like actually competing for a start. Yeah, it's got to be Houck. Houck's definitely the five. Like, far and away, it's his job to lose. So, like, they're going to let Whitlock start, I think, mostly just to keep him in the flow of, like, going two, three innings at a rip, as opposed to, you know, mm-hmm. pitching one inning at a time like he was late in 2021. I think they're going to get him back in that, like, early 2021 role, and he's just going to run with it for the full season. And he'll be one of the better relievers in the game, obviously the most used, because there's no shot somebody else is going to throw 100 innings out of the pen. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's a... That's a hell of a hot That's a good one. All right. We'll move on down to Kevin. We're going to go counterclockwise on my screen. All right. I got one. Um, I had to, I had to, I wrote it down on my notepad because I'm a little bit of a dork, but uh, Nick Pavetta. Okay. I got Nick Pavetta um, finishing the season around a three, five. And going, um, I'm going to say he strikes out over 200 batters. I'm going to say Nick Ooh. Pavetta is an all-star. He's going to go 3-5 um, to end the season, 3-5 ERA. And I'm going to say he strikes out just around, I want to say, 200. 200, maybe maybe even 205. I love Nick Pavetta. I, I'm a Nick Pavetta hey. guy. And I that think that excites I, me. For yeah, some like. I'm a Nick Pavetta guy. I see I see your Nick Pavetta 200K <laughs> hot take, and I raise you Nick Pavetta Cy Young votes. Yes. Don't like, brother. There we go. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think... Um, That's first on my list. Lucky I got I, extras. Yeah, hell yeah, Nick Pavetta. Let's give him some love. I think he's going to cook this year. I think they already you know, unlocked something in him last year. And I think it's just going to get better. I'm like, if there's one person I feel confident about, like, who Bailey can work on with, like, pitch design to, like, truly just maximize the insane arsenal he has. Well, him and Cutter Crawford. But the two of them, specifically. It's the year of Pavetta. We're finally going to get it. Like it's I'm been... so excited. And a big fat extension right in there. Yeah. Hopefully. I, 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 think, seriously, uh, like... I would love that. Go ahead, Kevin. The Bailey Lab for me. The Bailey Lab like solidified 
at it for me. Like you give me a, a full off season, spring training, Nick Pavetta working in that Bailey lab. And yeah, I think, and, and like, going, like unlocking something from him last year with him coming from the bullpen and coming out of that starting role and then coming back, like sweeper. he's on a mission right, and he's sweep. got, yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got the sweeper. I think, uh, yeah, I think Nick Pavetta is very dangerous. Yeah, he's he's gonna have a, a really good year in my opinion as well. I didn't throw him on the hot takes because I figured somebody else would have mentioned. I should I should have known. <laughs> well, a couple of the submitted ones also have to do with yeah. Pavetta, so we'll. we'll I we'll, love that. We'll I love that. I love that everyone's high on him. That's yeah. great. I think that's why the I'm Andrew Bailey hire is. Yeah, for sure. I think that's why the Nick uh, the sorry the Andrew Bailey hire was so important, especially because if for all the faults the Red Sox have had this offseason, Andrew Bailey's hire was pretty quick. Yeah. So he has been communicating with these guys all offseason. And obviously, other than Sale, none of them you know left the organization. They've got all these guys still hanging around. So that's huge um, for the for the Red Sox moving forward, especially a guy like Nick Pavetta, who's never been able to like consistently do it. Yeah, I feel like just the coaching staff change in general – like, oh my God, I don't know if you guys saw, I just had to pull up the quote from uh, Sean McAdam wrote like a <clears throat> a little piece and he had a quote from Breslow. It's just like about, he was just talking about like some of the coaching changes and like what they're doing and like just the way that they're talking to the players now. I'm like, it's crazy that we weren't doing this before. Like he's saying we're having these individual meetings and credit to our coaching staff players are walking in and being asked, Hey, what do you hope to accomplish over the next four to six weeks? And the players are saying, I'm looking to do this with this pitch shape, or I'm looking to increase the usage of this, or I'm looking to make better swing decisions on these type of counts. I think it's a credit to our coaching staff and the constant communication they've had with our players. And that's what you have to do in order to realize the steps forward that we need our guys to take. And I'm like, thank god <laughs> thank yeah. god like oh feels good it does it feels definitely good. does feel good it's nice that it's nice that for all the again all the faults the rest of us have this offseason from a player acquisition standpoint they seem to have hit some serious home runs on the coaching staff side of things which is awesome and and maybe this turns them into a team like I mean, people use the Rays as an insult all the time. Like, if they turn into the Rays and they just start spawning these random dudes, yeah. I know we know all these guys that are on the roster, but, like, they become a lab where they, like, everybody that comes up is just humming. Mm -hmm. Or they get the most out of their guys. Like, Andrew Bailey got Kevin Gosman and Carlos Rodon paid in yeah. San Francisco. I like, think it's, yeah, it's the maximizing thing for sure. For me, it's like, you look at last year's team, and, like, you kind of have to chop off the end of the season because, like, that doesn't count. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, like, nobody was there. They were just showing up to work every day to get paid. And it's, like, before that, it's, like, just all of these guys who are, like, they need, like, I can't keep, like, they're all hitting the ball into the ground. Why are they hitting the ball into the ground? Like, just tell them, like, make an adjustment, fix it. Like, stuff like that that's just, like, that might not be an issue this year. And, like, that's a that changes a lot of things with this team which is why I, like i'm not you know i don't think they're gonna win 90 games but i also like you'll hear more about what i gotta say <laughs> if you want to go deeper because i know that um kevin and you kind of had a similar first hot take you can read what you have second oh yeah on i'll list. do i'll do another one 
Well, I'll okay. I'll choose one that's kind of related. My hot take is the Red Sox do not finish last. All right. In the division. Okay. Who do you have finishing below them? I, that's kind of where I'm at is where I'm like, it could be, I'm not saying it's like a total toss up between all five teams, but like, I think there's some really weird, it's mostly just like the, I don't think the Rays are going to finish last. I just don't think that's possible. So it kind of has to be the Jays in this scenario. And like, if you know one thing about me, it's I'm never going to believe in the Jays. So like, Mm -hmm. I think their, their stock is probably at the lowest right now. Like, unless they, I don't know, like their IKF is their starting third baseman. <laughs> like, if only there was a third baseman out there. If only, if only there was, yeah. oh God, like, come if on. If only there was a third baseman that was literally playing for them. <laughs> Seriously. Then they had that little flurry of minor league signings like last week with Daniel Vogelbach yeah. and, yeah. and Eduardo, and Eduardo Escobar. Like, like, they're a weird team. They're, they're very weird. Giving very Daniel Logobach a contract is crazy. Yeah. Danny Burgers. In <laughs> Their the lineup sucks. <laughs> Danny like, it's Burgers. really bad. Their lineup like, is really bad. Davis Schneider has to like prove that he can play baseball still. Like Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. he ruined it for us. That, that weekend that he just like ruined for all of us. Mm-hmm. Like I will never forgive Fuck that, that guy and his Bobby Valentine fake ass mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. It's a bad mustache. He, that that oh. was dude looks like a janitor. Dude's got a very hungry caterpillar on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am here for David Schneider's downfall. Like seriously, my world series. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My my world series this year is him being like just another dude, like a 90 WRC plus guy, yeah. like teetering on replacement level value. Like he sh- like no, he's not. He's not. Good. He's not that guy. He is and not I know, I know, he's capable of being that guy because he he became that guy immediately after I picked him up in fantasy last year. So, so just keep him on your roster. Please. I know that he is capable of. No, I'm not. Doink, using I a, beg I'm, you. I'm not using a keeper him. slot. Roster, Doink, do a job. Please do a job. You don't have to use a keeper slot, but you can pick him up again. That's true. You could stash him on the bench that dude i saw a lot of jays fans when he like went on that horrible stretch after his like unreal like four weeks when he came up after that he went on like a two for 40 slide yeah, it was, it was like, like look at all the hard lineouts he has i'm like i don't give a shit man like, like yeah exactly <laughs> look at them cry about it's it it's awful look I've been here with Alex Verdugo. I know what you're going through, but fuck off. You know, no, no fan base <laughs> loves XBH more than Blue Jays fans. That's not yeah. true. Oh, Race yeah. fans are up there. Okay, Race. I'm not scared of both of them. <laughs> Race fans? Race fans being obsessed with XBH is... Or wait, XB. Oh, extra base heads. I was thinking, I was looking at XBA. I'm like, expected batting average. Like, Race fans being obsessed with it would be crazy because they're like the epitome of hitting way above their XBA. Cause I feel like every time the Sox go down to the trop, the Rays will have like 12 hits, but their XBA will be like 125. Like it's just a bunch <laughs> of bullshit bloopers. I think back to that Bayo start he had in 2022 at, at the trop or you no know, against the Rays just in general. 
he got bled to death. Yeah, dude, I was gonna say which Bayo started against the Rays. It That's true. He had like time in bases. Then. Keep him out yeah. of the dome. Yeah, seriously. This I is the like year just Brian Bayo. Like... Like... Sorry. Yeah. I I think the back for the Rays just absolutely hitting missiles at the dome. Just at like trying to hit like the the scaffold that's up there, and they're like, "Oh well, it's a base hit. Here we go." <laughs> uh, remember that Nelson Cruz home run in twenty twenty in the twenty twenty one playoffs that like it took forty five minutes to resolve yeah. because they didn't know which ring yeah. it hit yeah. up in fucking heaven. <laughs> like stupidest rules oh, ever. Get like they the don't make sense. Get Tropicana is well, literally they... backyard baseball. That's facts. It'll be gone. Soon. Really... That is facts. Really yeah, is. thank God. Maybe. All right. Hopefully. We can only pray at this point. What will happen first? Jordan Montgomery signs or the trop gets fucking bulldozed <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's a question now. All right, Tim, give me your second one. Well, I probably should have let off with this one from the way everyone else is speaking, but the Red Sox have two prominent Cy Young vote getters this year. Ooh. Nick Pavetta and Brian Bayo. Nice. I like it. I like it. If Bayo takes that step, because I like I, he reminds me so much of Alcantara, mm-hmm. like just so much. If he takes that leap this year, that'd be so freaking awesome. I got something oh. with that, Jordan. All right, all right. We'll <laughs> move. We'll move forward, and it's kind of in the same vein, not in, as far as awards go. Um, this is Red Sox will have three first-time All Stars this year. I don't have Bayo listed as one. Um, I feel like there'll be a little bit more growing pains in the first half with him. And then the second half will be where he kind of really shows up. Mm. But the three first time all-stars are Casas, Yoshida, and then piggybacking off my first hot take. I think Garrett Whitlock makes the all-star team as well. I mean, the dude's going to log like 50 innings in the first half out of the bullpen. Yeah. Relievers. I mean, they got to go. So yeah, that'd be sick. If Brad Brock can make an all-star game like he did in like 2016 as not a closer, Garrett Whitlock with like 50 innings lapping the field can make yeah. the all-star team. It feels like Tristan is like, I'm not going to say a lock, but like he's pretty close. No, to he's lock. a lock. He's it's a, a lock. dangerous, that's a dangerous word to use. Yeah. I think, well, how, how does, does fan voting not factor into it at all anymore? How does that work? No, it I still does. It. It's just kind of hard when you have a whole country voting for one fucking team. And you get that's... David Schneider in the All-Star game. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, Blue Jays fans really ruin the fan voting. Another reason to hate them. It's a fucking reason, cult. Yeah. It's a cheeseburger cult. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have Daniel Vogelbach, like, third in All-Star vote getting at first face this year. Oh, Behind Vlad Jr. and fucking Anthony Rizzo, because Yankees fans always show up. Oh, they show up. They certainly we'll show them. up. We gotta get them. We gotta get them. Casas, you're on the clock, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is it'd be so awesome though for him to. It would be so sick. Especially all he had to do was just not be horrible in April last year, and he would have been a borderline All Star anyway last season as a rookie. So hopefully, we can get there. Um, Kevin, you got your second one. Yes, I do. Um. I have the Red Sox making a deal at the deadline to solidify their – I'm going to stay with the pitching rotation. Um, Blockbuster deal. Um, We're going to go with the Marlins. It's not who everybody probably thinks. Um, I'm going to say the the Sox make a move for Sandy. 
Um, they make a move for Sandy um, Alcantara uh, to solidify the rotation, and he is the ace going forward. I just started sweating. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Not because the take is hot, but because Alcantara and Bayo in the same rotation. That would be so I, sexy. Yes. I. So... All right, oh my so God. I'm, I'm gonna tell myself a little bit. I was I was spitballing different ideas. Like Pavetta was right at the top, God. and then I was like, okay, everyone's gonna talk about Pavetta. They're gonna talk about Casas. They're gonna talk about like the usual suspects. Where do we go from here? And I was like, let's go trade deadline. Let's go midseason. We're in the thick of it, and we're gonna make a move. And we're gonna make a blockbuster. Who is it? Sandy popped up. That was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, you know what? It's not going to be the Marlins guy where everybody thought we were going to go after uh, Lizardo. It's going to be it's going to be Sandy. I like it. It's another move with eyes on 2025 and beyond. It's like a buy mm-hmm. and sell in the same trade, which I really like. And the Marlins mm-hmm. ownership is just religiously cheap. And they're probably going to yeah. be really dumb this year. Yeah. They like didn't adequately replace Kim Ang. Look at their infield. Look what they just did. Like, I cannot believe that. Also, that's another kind of thing that I should have written that down for my, like, league-wide hot takes. Marlins pitchers this year are going to suck. That that ERA is going to be awful, and their fifth is going to be good. The, like, it's going to be so bad. They literally have yeah. Kike Hernandez at third base, second base, and shortstop. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, like, Jake Berger at first base. No, yeah. Jake Berger's at third. No, Josh Bell's their first baseman. So talk about oh, a shitter God. at first base. Dude. Oh, Jesus. I forgot too. about that. <laughs> they are, they're a very weird team. Like, an 84-win team. Like, I mean, if Tim Anderson's got anything left in the tank, like, that ends up being a really good signing. But he's still a shitty shortstop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's I know, people, people are like, he's going to flash the leather this year. I'm like, where? <laughs> where? Like, I don't know how He's never done that. On him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they said drop the glove. They didn't say flash the <laughs> Yeah. Throw your little glove down. Like I didn't, I didn't have Tim Anderson in my top thirty at short or second base. I just think he sucks. Like I would have been yeah. cool with him in like a like a one for like a one year like two million dollar deal if they didn't trade for Von Grissom. But like to give him five mil after the year he just had, he was like the worst motherfucker in the league if not for Kike. It was yeah, <laughs> real brutal. Yeah, what he did get shit yeah. out of him too. So that's another what? thing. What's his over under on fights in Miami this year? Oh, it's got to be. He's like not gonna. He dozen. like the fact that he's gonna live in Miami is so crazy. <laughs> like, he's gonna be on his best behavior because uh, there's a lot of rehabilitating he has to do both mm-hmm. as a player and like he's got a reputation of being like a clubhouse cancer. Now. Yeah, no. He's as someone, as someone who has spent a lot of time in Miami, like the fact that they're gonna let that guy live there. Is my, my, cra- is crazy. My man's about to be on his Lou Will shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, you ever God. seen Spring Breakers? Like, it's gonna be that. I'm a child, uh, so the answer to that is no. <laughs> I've also never seen Spring Breakers. That's I just crazy. wanted to. You should yeah. watch Spring Breakers. I wasn't gonna say anything until Tim confessed first. So. It's a great, it's a great, <laughs> excellent film. Excellent film. <laughs> Is it on anything? Maybe I'll watch it later. Uh, probably. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, um, I'll, I'll take a gander. 
Thank you, Gander. Um, so wait, My where turn? do we leave off? I, I think you're up, Dunk. Yeah. Um, hmm, which one do I want to pick? Okay, I got. I'm like rolling with like the less doomer ones, just because I like can't handle being like that. You know that. Cora is not leaving. That's insane. That's not even a hot take. That's just Looney Ben. <laughs> that's that's psych ward. <laughs> I think it's like so. What? Why? Why is that insane? Um, um. Well, because this roster construction is dog shit. John Henry's cheap. Uh, the Dodgers literally have an open managing position next year. Yeah, that's the know. one. That's um, the one for me. And there's there's a certain guy that is now on the Red Sox coaching staff that got managerial interviews last year that seems to be able to connect with players real well that I think is going to be the manager next year. I mean, that's fair. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't like read his comments and like hear like everyone's like, oh, my God, he so clearly wants to leave because he said he doesn't want to talk about it right now. And I'm like, I think that's insane. Um. And I think he, like, probably doesn't want to manage for that long. Also, didn't didn't he also get his first um, baseball, like, job job with the Dodgers? Yes. After he retired? Okay, listen. It's a hot take. It's probably not going to happen. I, but it's a hot take. I, mean, I don't I'm have ex- to stand by it. I, no, I'm just explaining to you why I said it was loony bin material. It's loony bin material. I do think... I agree with you. I just think he's got his eyes set on the front office. I don't think he'll be the manager. I think he'll still be in Boston, though. Interesting. Yeah, I think, like, because the way I have, like, kind of understood how he views his career, I'm like, maybe he wants to, like, go for, like, two more years. And, like, I don't see the Dodgers giving out a two-year manager contract. Like, they're going to want to sign a guy for, like, they're going to want to get, like, someone young. I mean, Cora's young, but, like, the Dodgers are going to want to get a manager that can like stick with this core for a long time. And I don't think Cora wants to manage for a long time. Like he wants to like get up out of here and start making like big boy money without having to like stand in the sun and the rain all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't, I, the only team to me that would make sense for him would be, um, the Dodgers, because obviously the Astros just hired Joe Espada, so he'll be around for. A or bit. maybe like the Padres, because then he could go be with Xander. Ooh. I could see him taking a job with the Padres over taking a job with the Dodgers, because like the Padres would probably sign him to a one-year contract because AJ Preller is a dipshit. Yeah, so. they just hired Mike Schilt, but like they also had just hired Bob Melvin last year. They, yeah, it's yeah. it's like his it's Preller's like sixth manager. Yeah, his mo is to just give up on guys. It's his, like yeah. he's, 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 he's like, oh, you want a job for one year? Sounds great. <laughs> you want job security? Not here. Like he makes. Yeah, not here. He makes, hey, don't he makes buy a house. Henry. Yeah, he make, Yeah, make sure that you're you're like staying yeah. in a motel six because yeah, make, sure you're in make sure your kids aren't enrolled in any schools. Don't <laughs> buy a house. Tell your wife not to get comfortable. Because, oh yeah, and know. Cora's daughter goes to. Doesn't she go to BC? BC. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Gotcha. Yeah, he wants to be around his family more. I think that's why I think front office makes a lot of sense because he's in the lesser role so, still with the organization. My take, all I have written is Cora isn't leaving. I technically didn't say Cora will be the manager. So I'm with you. I don't think I don't yeah. think he's gone <laughs> unless unless Dave Roberts gets the axe, then I do think that's the only place he'll go. Otherwise, that's my that's my thoughts on Fairs. On that. Yeah. Fairs. Tim, hit me with number three. Um, so this one's kind of like more – it's Red Sox related, but also MLB related. First part isn't very hot. Alex Cora is the Dodgers manager next year. <laughs> and, um, and Andrew Andrew Bailey is the Red Sox new manager. I was wondering who you were saying when you're yeah. like – Oh, yeah, that was obvious. I was yeah. thinking yeah. – I was honestly – because I don't remember what happened. I think Tech like backed out of his interview with the Giants, but they like wanted to interview him. So I thought you were talking about Veritech. No, dude, I would I would rather gouge my eyes out no, than see Jason Veritech be a manager. That cannot happen. People just think catchers are managers, and like Veritech was a catcher for a long time, so he has to be a manager. But can I ask you an honest question? What is his yeah. job with the Red Sox right now? He's the game coordinator. What what game does that mean? What does that entail? He like works on like yeah. you know, they, they get the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> they get the lineup from the opposing team and they are like, okay, this is how you're going to pitch to this guy. This is how you're going to pitch yeah. to this guy. This is how you're going to pitch to this guy. Okay, so he it. basically just keeps box score all game. Got it. <laughs> so he, so he, he's a clipboard guy. Yeah, he's a clipboard guy. That's true. <laughs> he did, yeah. to his credit, though, he did come up with the shop, uh, the laundry cart. Let's be real. Uh, Catherine is like equally important to this team and City. Uh, so, debatably more. Debatably yeah, more. We're like, he's not going anywhere. No, he's not going to Clipboard he'll Jesus is here to stay. <laughs> Shout out to Catherine. Shout out Catherine, yeah. Um, so for me, my third one is it's not even necessarily like that hot either. I don't feel like any of mine are like scorching, which is kind of a, a downer, but the Red Sox will have three players eclipse thirty home runs this season. Um uh, who are the three? Yeah. Well, Casas will be one. Yep. Uh, Devers, obviously. I mean, it's a toss-up because I don't know if he'll be around all year. But if he is, Tyler O'Neill will. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. That yes. handsome, that handsome fellow playing shortstop. That. that handsome fellow ah. playing shortstop is going to threaten it too. I really think so. But if Tyler O'Neill is around all year, he will hit Trevor. 30. I, I think just, he'll I be. Can't. I think he'll come close. I just don't know if he'll get to thirty. I have him in like the twenty-six to twenty-eight range. I was Dude, debating. I, I was debating writing down Trevor Story thirty thirty, but I was like, someone else is going to say that. So I can't. I just can't <laughs> see Tyler O'Neill staying healthy. It's it's the it's he's the, so strong. That's the thing. It's the body. <laughs> it's the bodybuilder build. Yeah, like, that doesn't hold up. Yeah. Small. Dude, how sick was that that, that catch though? <laughs> oh, you the, see that? You see the janitor the, catch? The yeah. janitor. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. The, jan- the janitor threw home, and Jaron was like, "Yo, you got to teach me that." That was so sick. Me. I was like, "I love you." What I will say about the vibes this year is like it. Everything regarding ownership is just dog shit. Like everybody hates John Henry. Yeah, but I think these the guys, vibes like on the field, like, they seem, they see, seem oh, see, because good. these guys they know they know John Henry is a problem. They got stuff to prove. They got to show yeah. him they're worth the investment, mm-hmm. and I they have it. the high vibes. I love chip on chip on your shoulder teams. They're never they're never boring to root for. Like yeah. last year was horrible, but it was it was interesting all the time. No, we, I we was were, watching. We were, 
we were quite literally doomed the minute that the Xander signing happened because all signs were pointing to him coming back, and then it was just all downhill straight from that day. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's fair. Kevin, hit us with th- number three. Oh, number three. Um, good. All right, I got two here. Let me see. I'm going to go with... Okay, this is going to sound a little crazy. Um, Masa. I'm going to say Masa hits over 30 home runs. And Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, all right. And I, I have a little little logic. So we know that the, the first season in America, there is a burnout rate, right? Especially mm-hmm. with guys coming from Japan. Um, Masa, if he is going to be either the full-time DH split. We know that there's going to be a revolving door there at DH. I, I think Moss is going to take most of those at-bats. I think if um, if he can get his head out of just smacking the ball, tired arms into the dirt, Moss is going to have some – he's got pop, and I think he can I think he can clear 30, 30 homers. Well, that would make me feel so much. I would be so happy. Yeah. I think Masa's going to turn around. I think a lot of people. I'm not saying people are like sleeping on. I'm not like I'm not going to be that status quo or anything like that. I think he burnt out. I think it's a long season. I think he's not used to it. He's he's got a very very strong build to him. I mean, I'm not going to go as far as like an O'Neill like bodybuilder style, but these guys are ready to rake. I mean, yeah. between you know Durant, Story, O'Neill, uh, and and uh, and Masa. You know the the weight room has got to be fucking electric. He, he did his, his career high in the season in the NPB is twenty nine, and that happened in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, and there was a dead, and they're in like a dead ball era. They're in a dead ball era. Yeah, dead ball so, era. Yeah, it would be electric. It would be. I think the conditioning is going to be so much better. Like he's just he's not gonna like totally gas out. He didn't he didn't play a world baseball classic. Yes. So, so that's gonna be good, <laughs> like for his stamina. Like I was thinking about that the other day. Actually, I was like, "That's crazy!" Like he just played a whole tournament where he mm-hmm. didn't lose a single game, and then went across the ocean and played 162 baseball games. That's yeah. insane. I think that's he could, like he's gonna settle. Like I don't know what. His WRC plus for the season is like 115, 120. Great. Sign me up. And he's in DH this year. 130. Which is huge. And like listen, good. the more realistic expectation as far as homers go, I mean, I in my notes, it's 20 to 25, right? That would be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm cool with that. I can sleep at night with that. I'm I'm just trying to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> trying to spice it up, trying to turn the heat up. It'd be nice because the the big thing, and this is why what I was talking about with Duran, because there's been a lot of discourse on whether or not Duran's play mm-hmm. is sustainable, is he's going to be either the best hitter in your lineup or the worst because the he worst. Can, he is all about BABIP. If he can start hitting uh-huh. the ball over the fence, that'll make him his slumps not not as horrible because you can not have a 430 BABIP and still be good. Adolis <laughs> Garcia last year had a 280 BABIP. That was what Duran's was post All-Star break. 
the difference is Durant hit three home runs post all-star break or two home runs post all-star break. Adolis Garcia hit 39 home runs with a 280 bat. Like you got to hit for pop if you're going to not have a 450 uh, batting average on balls in play. So Yoshida, if he can get into that 20 to 25 range and not rely so much on his ground balls squeaking through, we're we're chilling. If he gets to thirty, I might post ass online. Like I might. Yeah, just get that launch angle, man. Get that launch angle. We'll get monster. Yeah. We'll get monster thirty, baby. I'll be sure to go back and record that just so I have it for future reference. <laughs> That's fine. It's just going to end up being a picture of Red Sox Pablo Sandoval. So <laughs> fuck you. Do we think they do the uh, the Macho Man celebration again? Oh, the Dumbos? I think they have oh, to. Dumbos. I, I kind of hope they run it back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's, also that's a lot of teams... persona. They can't not. Yeah, a lot of teams don't like to, like, repeat them, I guess. But They rid the fucking laundry cart for as long as possible. That's a like, stupid fucking cart. Like, three years. Two years? Yeah. Brutal. Um, it was brutal. Especially in 2022. Like it was sad. It got nobody. Really nobody hit home runs. So when like, <laughs> no rare home run, you gotta freaking drag JD. Martinez yeah, there there were like some laundry cart. <laughs> some points of like true like no smiles in the cart. Like I remember that, and they were just like, "Well, we can't like not do it because that's like bad luck." JBJ's yeah. home run when they were down by fifteen against the Blue Jays. Boom, laundry <laughs> cart time. <laughs> like get in the damn cart. Hell yeah. All right, Doink. Hit me with number three. Um okay, I got like an MLB one that's like really random that I thought of like two hours ago. Um I got the Tigers winning the AL Central. Not that whole (laughs) the AL pennant. (laughs) No, not the whole (laughs) I like forgot this. I was like, nope. Uh you must really like Gio Rochella. I got the Tigers <laughs> winning their division. Okay. Because that division I like is I fuck with it. Is it's it ass. Is They're all contenders. Ass. And I believe in I believe in <laughs> what the Tigers did, like marginally, just more than like the bullshit that the Royals did. Yeah. Have fun with John Triber. I don't know. Like the Royals are trying to cut corners without having anybody like good on the yeah. roster. Except for like Cole Reagans, who's already there, and then like, who they might destroy. Yeah. Like, that is fully on the table that they could, like, destroy Colt, and that's gonna suck. <laughs> that team is ass. Like, it's really bad. They're gonna, like, that's why when they traded for Schreiber, their over-under on wins went from, like, 72.5 to 73.5. Like, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe that one random sixth inning he comes in with the bases loaded and two outs, he gets the strikeout instead of giving up a grand yeah. slam. But, like, he's I a mean, middle one... reliever. One war Schreiber is what? What did he? What was his war in twenty twenty one? Like he wasn't touching two. He had a one, right? No, he had a one point three. Okay, so like, 1.3. and I don't think anyone thinks he's returning to twenty twenty one form, especially in the Royals pitching system. So I don't know if he's gonna add a whole win to your season. Yeah, but it's just that team sucks, but they're a contender. And everyone's like, <laughs> they're they've they've had an amazing offseason. There's no one in that no one in that division, no matter what happens, is going far into the playoffs. So it really doesn't matter, and that's very annoying. I hope they yeah. fix, I hope they fix the playoff format one day. 
I like the offseason the Royals had because I think it's like smart to get these guys like Lugo and Waka and Renfro and then flip them yeah. all in July. Like yeah. that's smart, especially because their farm system is fucking putrid. So they need to find a way to add prospects to that pool. Yeah. Um, especially because now, like, obviously Dude, Witt they're... isn't a prospect anymore. Reagan's isn't a prospect anymore. Yeah. They're pulling a 2023 Mets. They're pretty much yeah, but prospects. they're but they're like but they're buying like shitty guys who are gonna get you like a team's twentieth best prospect. Like that's that, not how that's not how you make your farm better. You like, and that guy would be like twelve in the Royals farm. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. It's stoked like, on Sandman though. Yeah, they build a little... farm had... for dummies. Yeah. They got, like, <laughs> <laughs> Sign a bunch of mid players and trade them in July. And trade them yeah. in July. Because I think I think even Dave Dombrowski could improve that farm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would just find the right guys in there to trade with just enough hype, and they would somehow win eighty-five to ninety games. Um, I just I like the offseason they've had. I cannot see them winning more than 72, 73 games. People are lying about how good they are. Yeah, no. <laughs> horrible. It's, insa- yeah. it's insane. Just because, like, they're, you're jealous that they have, like, more transactions. It's yeah. like, it's more like, is not always more. Exactly. Like, it's quality over quantity. And yes, sir. That goes way over their fucking head. Yeah. And that like, doesn't no. mean that doesn't mean that what the Red Sox have done is quality either but they haven't but they haven't done like shitty like there hasn't been anything that's like what the fuck like why are we giving this guy money which i might i I have a score i have a semi-hot take i'll i'll let rip i'll see tim do you have any other ones that or any i have one more but it's okay let let yours rip i think that lucas giolito will have a better year than seth lugo and michael waka combined Combined, combined wow. from a war standpoint. Oh, okay. I love war that. standpoint because obviously he's not going to log like 300 innings because that's fucking yeah. That was like all right, but, I, but as far like as like 40 wins, 40 wins. No, I just think <laughs> like I could see him being like a three and a half war play, uh, pitcher. I don't see either of them like putting up enough of the snuff there to getting to 3.5. I think he'll out strike out the two of them combined because neither of them are really big yeah. strikeout guys anymore um yeah i mean he I'm probably will also give up more it. home runs than both of them combined but but you know he <laughs> wins some you lose some <laughs> hey man shit happens shit happens dude it shit happens i shit mean happens. it's like you know we got a big old right field they'll all be going over there Please, yeah. I beg. I beg. <laughs> no, I hope. Don't throw a single inside pitch to a righty in Fenway, please. Please. Uh, hey, I mean, we have a real in. pitching coach now. That might yeah. be part yeah. of the plan. Yeah. And then- Yo, can we please rename this episode Piss Off Dave Bush? <laughs> <laughs> It'll make the thumbnail kind of weird, but R. I. Yeah. Bozo. Yeah. smoking the Dave Bush bag. <laughs> Just like <laughs> six months later. <laughs> Well, I haven't had the. Do you the, think Bush is just in his front yard, just walking back and forth as many times as he did from the dugout to the mound? Do you think he's just like out there, like mowing the lawn six times a week? <laughs> gotta get his steps. Dude, gotta get his steps in. Do you think? Do you think like at his like kids like 
student ter- uh, parent teacher meetings, like they implode as bad as a mom visit did. Oh my god! <laughs> like your kid was awful, and then you talk to him about it, and the next day the kid's just ten times worse. <laughs> I've never been more like. It's so funny. Every time he went out there, I'm like, it just got so much worse. I think there was a time oh, yeah. Hauk had the bases loaded and Bush went out there. And I'm like, there's going to be a three-run double or a grand slam, like, within the next three pitches. And sure enough, three-run double. Like, there's there only, it right. only gets worse when Dave Bush is involved. Jordan, we watched multiple say? games last year where he came out there, and I was like, dude, he's gonna the pitcher's going to give up a home run on the very first pitch. He <laughs> and it always happens. Rounds. It always it happens. Failed. It never failed. I really hope that, it, that like, the first mound visit Andrew Bailey has this year, it doesn't, like, turn to shit immediately after because oh, i don't want i don't want to be there for the discourse but i also don't want my anxiety to be like yo what if it happens again <laughs> what if we're just what if we're just cursed we're cursed <laughs> it doesn't it can't happen oh man tim do you have do you want to rattle off your your extra one that you had uh yeah so i got this is just uh actually toronto blue jay slander more of that <laughs> The Blue Jays are going to finish last in the division, oh, and yeah. at the trade deadline, Vlad Guerrero Jr. will be traded to the Los Angeles Dodgers along with Alec Manoa. <laughs> along with Alec Manoa. <laughs> Alec Manoa and Vlad Jr. will finish the year as Dodgers. The plate crashes. Oh wait, 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 wait. Where the oh. hell is Vlad Jr. going to play? They have Freddie and Shohei. They will make it work. <laughs> the, Dodgers, Stop. the Dodgers, the Dodgers are just stacking infinity stones. The the league is just gonna give the Dodgers a tenth person That's in it. their lineup, and they get to have two DHs. Vlad will play third. <laughs> Who is their current third baseman? Max Muncy. Max Muncy. They gotta oh, maybe, Muncy, maybe Muncy goes back to the Muncy's uh, kind of washed. In trade, yeah, and then bang, Vlad yeah. Jr. third baseman. Or and hey, Freddie can play third too. We saw it with the Braves a little bit. Yep. yep. Oh, shit. why am I? Why is this like starting? To be cool? <laughs> <laughs> why? It all of a sudden went from a hot take to like, wait, this actually might. We might actually have to live this. <laughs> I would <laughs> love from it. a hot take to I'd be surprised if it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to actually, this is, I think the trade's already done. It's been. Oh, and done. also, kind of to add to this, I think Alec Manoa is going to have a great year. Unfortunately, <laughs> Manoa cut some weight. He looks good, like physically. Oh, he's, he's still overweight, shit, but he's not like like best shape of his life. Best uh, shape of my life. Get, best shape of his get, life was probably get, when he came yeah. out. Those tweets mean world. nothing for players that aren't on my team. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear about anyone else. I don't care. It's fake when anyone else is in the best shape of their lives. But Doink, Stanton's <laughs> in the best shape of his life. Giancarlo <laughs> Stanton looks crazy right now. Like, I, he doesn't look healthy. He looks legitimately no, he looks malnourished. Sick. Bro, he looks, like, sell. He looks like he's taking Ozempic. Like, he, his, like, or like an off brand. <laughs> yeah, he's got an like <laughs> bootleg Ozempic for John Broke Carlo. Afford Ozempic. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, no, I don't he know. I'm and I'm also just like I don't understand why he needed like what what does that do for him? Like that doesn't like make your hamstrings stronger. No. Like it might help with your running, but like I saw a video of him running today, it still looks really awkward. <laughs> like, like he's running like, like Forrest like, Gump. Just... Yeah. <laughs> he pulled the Forrest Gump running to that ball today. Oh my god! <laughs> just slide. 
Yeah, I don't know. And then, and then the the outfield behind him. You guys know that one like video where like the bar goes insane all at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's what their outfield looked like today when he caught the ball. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh my god, are they gonna give him reps in the outfield? Hopefully, I hope so. Judge, because Judge is gonna have to DH some this year because yeah, because the turf toe. (laughs) Because his, his toe is, his toe is fucked forever, and he said it. <laughs> What's going on with the with the? I think okay, so he injures the toe, and then he comes out to spring training, and he's like, um, "Yeah, I don't think the toe's ever going to be okay, like ever. <laughs> like not like oh, it healed, or like you know, we we cinched a ligament, or like you know, we put it back up. Like no, like it's never going to be. I'm like, it's a fucking toe, dude. Like how? No. Yeah. Cut the shit off. No media training, just vibes. No. Like, the Dodgers are literally the evil empire. I love it. I love that wall. (laughs) I love that little piece of wall. It's just so funny because it's just like, it's such a silly thing for like the fans to point to and be like, the wall. I'm like, he didn't have to do, like, it wasn't even a catch. He didn't have to do any of that. None of it. Like could have easily fielded it off the off the wall. Oh, remember, so remember when ESPN interviewed the wall the next day and asked them how they were doing after Judge ran into it? <laughs> <laughs> the wall fucked him. <laughs> the I'm wall won. I'm licking my chops thinking about an outfield that has Alex Verdugo in center field and John Carlos Stanton in left. Beautiful. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Alex Verdugo so in center. Great. Yeah. How many how many starts does Alex Verdugo make in center this year? Sixty. That's a lot. I don't. They have well, Grisham. No, they'll, they have Grisham. They'll, have, they'll have Grisham and they'll have oh, a yeah. Dominguez. I got. Dominguez no, is going to be back this year? Yeah. Okay. At some point. I think yeah. by like, yeah, the but, deadline. But I don't think they're playing him in the field. They shouldn't. Well, what are they going to do? They're kind they of have fun. 17 DHs on the roster. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, Rizzo sucks at first, too, so he should probably DH. Glaber sucks at second. He <laughs> should DH. The only guy that can field is the only guy on the fucking team that can't hit. <laughs> and it's Volpe. <laughs> it's Volpe. Yeah. Nah, DJ LeMahieu's yeah. got a good glove. That's true, but he also can't really hit anymore. Either. Hashtag yeah, my leadoff hitter. Hashtag. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's hilarious. It's going to be It's gonna be fun. I mean, I'm not, you know, they're going to be a good team. It's going to be annoying. But there's a lot of potential for a lot of silly stuff to happen. Just I like there always is that. in baseball. Yeah. So it's like. How many starts will Juan Soto make in center field? Two. I bet he'll make one. I bet he'll at least make one. He's got to make one. Yeah. He's going to make one. They're going to have a game. They're going to have a game where it's the worst outfield alignment of all time because it'll be standing yeah. left, Soto in center. <laughs> right. And Soto's going to be out there, and the bleachers oh. are going to be like chanting at him. And he's going to be like, I can't wait to be in Baltimore. Like, I can't <laughs> wait for this offseason. I'm going to get 600 mil from fucking Baltimore. Grant Hill is going to pay my bills forever. Absolutely. Grant Hill again. We have another Grant Hill mention. Yeah. We, I fucking love Grant Hill. Anyway, not not, <laughs> a, not a basketball podcast. Um, so to wrap up the Hot Takes episode, we got a few submissions um, underneath our tweet. I got a couple under mine, but they weren't really hot. Um, we're going to start with this one from at Scranton Red Sox. Tristan Casas will finish top 10 in MVP voting. Mm. That's a scorcher. I could get Love behind that. it. I can get behind it, though. 
Gimme. Base- baseball hates the uh, first baseman, though. Yeah. Unless you're Freddie Freeman. So, I would love it that he'd probably have to hit 40 homers to do it, though. Which He's got a clear 40, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, it's possible because he was on that pace in the second half last year. Um, especially if he starts using the other way more. Dude, the more you think about it, though, like the crazier that second half for him was because obviously he's a big guy, but he has never been the power guy he was for that second half. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. fucking insane. And he was hitting home runs off of elite pitching, like religiously. Two off Scherzer, he had one off uh, Strider, he had one off of Logan Webb. That one off mm-hmm. Logan Webb is the most impressive home run I've ever seen in my entire life. Sh- shatters his shin oh next pitch, 430 oppo. Off a sinker baller. That was absolutely monster. That dude's, a, that dude's a menace. I don't think this year is the year he cracks the top 10, but I do think we're not too far away from that. Um, so this one, I did say that this that there were a couple Pavetta mentions. This one isn't this one is half Pavetta. It's from at era of the J. Both Cutter and Pavetta are all stars. Wow. I feel okay. like that. I like it, but there's no way Cutter Crawford's gonna yeah, be I, an all star. <laughs> it would be Mariner, so. It would be so sick. The best he's number fifty in Red Sox history. I'll take an game. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take Cutter Crawford pitching at an all star level. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. If you can give me like second half Nick Pavetta for like the full year, I mean, I guess it was probably borderline all star. Actually, no, it was definitely all-star caliber. But, like, yeah. he, if he can get to that point more consistently, because I feel like he was like that or the worst motherfucker on the planet last year. Like, no in-between. He was either great or terrible. Um, yeah, I, I can't get behind all-star. Mariner's Twitter would explode if he was an all-star, though, after all the shit talk they had mm-hmm. on him this winter. Just because oh, of a absolutely. stupid meme. That was complimenting the Mariners. Yeah, <laughs> that freaking meme. It's like if Cutter was on the Mariners, he would be so much more loved nationally. And Mariners oh, fans are like, he's fucking terrible. Why would you compare him to Logan Gilbert? It's like, what? Yeah, I don't get that. Those guys are stupid. Um, yeah, hey, I mean, you don't like... say that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so this other one is also Casas related. Most of them were Casas or Pavetta. Um, this one is that he'll lead the team in home runs. Not the hottest. Ta- oh, sorry. This is from at Jacob underscore Goodwin. I forgot to mention. Casas will lead the team in home runs. Like, I can see it. It's not like, I don't find that to be like a super hot take, though. I can see uh, it. I think that's kind of a hot take, especially because, like, I don't know. I followed, like, most of his career. He's never been like he's big, but he's never been the big power guy. I think it it's Rafi. It's gonna be Rafi for yeah, the Rafi. future. Love it. I guess. Yeah. It's just like some guys, like I remember when Gary Sanchez got called up, like he was never like that freak power hitter that he became mm-hmm. with the Yankees. I mean he was a power bat. Like he definitely hit home runs in the minors, but he was never like that level of power bat. I think Casas could be a similar type of guy with that. I can get behind that, but what? did did Gary have the short porch in that little league stadium, his whole career in the minors? No, but Gary also was mostly pole side. Gary's a bum. Move on. 
<laughs> is he even a Milwaukee brewer yet? Is that like on? No, official? yeah, no, it is, it is finally official. It is oh, he official. finally finalized it. Yeah, like yesterday, okay. I think, or the other day. It's about damn time that dude has been a Milwaukee brewer, but like not for. Yeah, they're the yeah. brewer. The brewer's post was funny because they were like. What you've literally all been waiting for. <laughs> Did they ever say what the holdup was on that? Had to it's have been just... medicals. Yeah, it's like... got to be something physical. But ew. Yeah. If if you're going on two weeks without a guy's, <laughs> without making a guy official, and it's because of his medicals, I would totally just be like, no, nah, I'm out. Ask. I'm out. Yeah, no, Especially I'm when out. you I'm have good. two catchers already. <laughs> Homie had the Carlos Correa. Yeah, yeah he, he's got the Carlos Correa ankle. And then don't they also have a DH too? Like currently? That's yes. A, yeah, who's their DH? It doesn't really uh, matter. Wait, no, no, no. No, they're they're chilling on that. Like then they got Gary there. It's a weird that's a weird team too. Um, but yeah. So those are the few and like I said, a couple of them the ones that were under my tweet about it about the the hot takes were not really hot takes those were the few that we got underneath the uh the pesky report tweet about it so that's all the hot takes do we want to talk about the fanatics pants uh (laughs) i think everyone can pretty much see right through where we're going with it so (laughs) (laughs) we're being very transparent about it yeah yeah we're being transparent you know um... putting our balls on the table Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, they're gonna. Uh, that's I'll say my prediction, and that's we don't really, you know, everyone's seen it. I think they're already doing it because they did the first part of it today where they just deny that anything is wrong with them. They said that these are the yeah, same, yeah. they were like, these are the same material as they've always been, which is just not true. And also, Susan no. Slusser, like, I don't know who was feeding her information. But in like her first tweet about it, she says the material is thinner. And I was like, and then later down in her thread, she's like, it's the same material. And it's like, well, you just said it was thinner. So, um, but I think they're just going to quietly fix them all and uh, pretend like it never happened. They'll Sam Kennedy us. Honestly, yeah. I think it's pretty it's pretty great marketing for Nike to release their new lingerie collection right in the <laughs> I think uh, they're yeah, or like I don't know, can players just like buy their own baseball pants? That would be I don't see why not. Yeah. I'd I don't know. Great. It's gonna like the guys are gonna have to like wear like I mean everyone's I think everyone's probably wearing compression shorts already anyways, but like people might start wearing compression tights. These guys, I I feel like some of these guys just are like, yo, let's run with it. (laughs) Let's go commando. (laughs) (laughs) No commando. Just like hanging brain. Just like, I mean, that's like, that's one way that you can make it like, you know, you can't really televise that. So like, you can kind of like make it, their own problem like you can't have us running around like this on tv so yeah. dude imagine family it's program it's eventually yeah. going to be like the dog days of july and august they're gonna be fucking sweating and it rains you see through it. it rains yeah especially in boston in, in april and may like we don't we don't really need to see what these guys are working with 
it's not okay. My MLB TV subscription just quadrupled in price. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely horrible. Um, yeah, they de- they definitely need to fix it. And like I agree with you, Doink. I think that they're going to quietly do it and then they're going to hit us with the Sam Kennedy calling us liars and oh, yeah. they're going to call us on it cuz it's total BS as as Sam Kennedy did. Um but yeah. So before we wrap this up, I- I'll just quickly mention we don't really need to go in depth about it because it's a minor league signing. The Red Sox also brought back Joely Rodriguez, mm-hmm. the minor league deal. I love the guy. I am happy that he's around, but that's really about it. I mean, he only pitched 11 innings last year, but he's back. That's the only other bit of Red Sox news other than them beating Northeastern 7-2. Um, Martin Treras, first home run of the spring for the Red Sox. Um, but, yeah, you know, for everybody here, this was a good – this was a nice episode. It was nice to get everybody involved. I had a lot of fun, some nice hot takes. We'll see how those hold up uh, at the end of the season. So, for everybody here, I'm Jordan. Peace out, guys. We'll see you next time. Jordan.